and welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Pokemon Podcast. I'm your host, uh, Robert, and I'm joined by Matt. How's it going, Matt? Good, thank you. Yourself? It's going It's going quite good. It's going quite good. I think I'm still kind of reeling a bit. I think I'm trying to bring myself together. There's been a, a lot of changes in the last little bit, but yeah, here I am uh, recording a show with you. Um, it's been longer than I would have liked, uh, but we did say we're on a monthly schedule, so... It's not, it feels less <laughs> late if you're already on a monthly schedule, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, what's one week to a month? Exactly. It's like percentage-wise of the <laughs> days you are late to the regular interval period is, is so much smaller. Um, but yeah, we're, we're coming back, and we're coming back with, um, I think, a show that both of us have kind of been looking forward to. Uh, there is, um, I would suggest, now I don't know if this is true, but I suggest this the, the game that we're going to cover today, we probably have um, a fair bit of nostalgia slash appreciation for, um, which oh, I think definitely. is quite exciting. Uh, yeah, uh, Matt, do you want to tell them what game we're doing or do of you want to keep like, poking at it? <laughs> well, you say game, but in the uh, grand old tradition of Pokemon, it's two games. Uh, <laughs> yes. Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby, the remakes of the third generation released on the Nintendo 3DS. And I think one of the very first big things about this game, for me at least, was that it felt like the game where it's like, oh, you missed every legendary from the last 20 years? Here's a chance to catch up. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what the promise <laughs> of this game was. I don't know. I don't feel well, I feel well. like... I feel like the promise of this game was... So X and Y had to compromise a bit because they completely overhauled how Pokemon was presented. You know, it was when they got away from the uh, tile sets. Uh, they broke free of the grid. Yeah, it's uh, crazy thing that X and Y came up before 3D. this, right? <laughs> yeah, well, it's not too crazy. It's not too um, crazy, but maybe at least style-wise as opposed to like yeah. graphics-wise. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... X and Y, you know, they create all these 3D Pokemon models. They uh, switch entirely to 3D. They broke the grid. The story kind of suffered as a result. But, um, you know, Alpha Sapphire Omega Ruby came out. And I think that really, like, I think it's, like, it, it took everything that X and Y uh, introduced, uh, used it to really bring uh ruby and sapphire into the modern it uh mm -hmm. era of pokemon era. and i think they really knocked it out of the park yeah and i think i think we're both in agreement like this is this is probably gonna be one of the episodes where we gush a little too much you know <laughs> for for episodes where we don't gush uh go check out sword and shield not the first one but i would say the revisit probably more specifically <laughs> I mean, um, I, I never gush about that game. So. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. If you want something more critical, I guess it was my point. <laughs> that I was trying to say, uh, but there you go. Um, so what we're gonna do is we actually ooh, we have a layout. So this is nice that we uh, we are actually prepared. Uh, we have a layout. So what we're gonna go through, uh, and we're gonna kind of go um, order here. The first thing that we're gonna take a look at is the me mechanics in the game. Before we talk about the new mechanics, right? Things that. Um, were were added to this game specifically um let's talk about maybe some of the big like stick out moments of mechanics that were inherited from pre from like previous generations like the game or the generations prior to this game but the generations after the original version of this game so that's like the time frame where there's a lot of things that changed in pokemon and they made sure that if you're playing like if you're playing omega um 
Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, you would feel like it's still a modern Pokemon game, right? You wouldn't be going back to a lot of those things. So yeah. um, some of those things... So I, oh, can you go? Kick yeah. us, I, I can kick us off here. Um, so the first thing was Mega Evolutions carried over from X and Y and got a huge expansion. There were so many Mega Evolutions <laughs> in this game. It's nuts. It actually got a little ridiculous, I'm going to be honest, because like... Yeah, I... <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. If, have we ever talked about Mega Evolutions uh, in depth? Uh, I th- we must have talked about them during X and Y. I just I just feel like Mega Evolutions are one of those things where a lot of these mechanics are starting to be made. I think for the game, almost for the competitive purpose of adding another element to the game. If that makes sense. Yeah, um, like this was the first time when they really like put in a gimmick. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, I contend that it's an actually good gimmick, <laughs> and they should have stopped and just kept this one. Maybe but... maybe, that's my, maybe that's my problem with it, is that they invented it, and then we're like, oh, we're going to do this, and we're going to make it bigger and badder for every single new game we make. Uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe like, that was now, the now we have Z moves, and now we also have uh, Gigantamaxing, and uh, is, Dynamaxing. Essentially just a Mega Evolution. <laughs> Yeah, in some ways, in some ways, um, it's a mega but yes. evolution, but it takes like three thousand times longer for the transformation sequence to happen. Well, and you know, I think maybe one of the biggest problems with like the invention of mega evolutions, or, or more specifically, the continual pro- like to them progress of these evolutions or different things, is that once you kind of go so far, it's very hard to rein it back in. Yeah, um, there, I, cause there is a. I, I love Mega Evolutions, but there is actually a problem with them, which is that if a Pokemon gets a Mega Evolution, it can never get another evolution, mm-hmm. and some of the Mega Evolutions should have just been regular evolutions. Oh, so they should have just been like, oh, this is what the Pokemon looks like now, which is fair. They should have just been like, now this Pokemon has a third evolution or something. I mean, because that that might be the natural progression where it stops being, oh, this is like a complicated game mechanic. And it's just like, no, this Pokemon can become a fourth thing, right? Like, it, there's a fourth version of this Pokemon, which yeah. I think a lot of people would accept. Like, uh, take Audino. Audino got a Mega Evolution this um, game. Uh, probably a lot of people don't know that because who the heck uses Audino as their Mega Evolution? <laughs> in battle um but uh it did get one but audino is like it's not a meta pokemon it doesn't have any evolutions originally i don't think mm-hmm. pretty sure it's just i think pretty sure audino just is uh <laughs> but like it should have just gotten an evolution like there's no reason why it didn't I think, um, I think that's all very fair, yes. Uh, you know, uh, Glalie was kind of like, you know, you went Snow Run Glalie, it could have a third one. Because, <laughs> you know, or Sableye. Sableye also just exists. It doesn't have an it, evolution. It, isn't just, that weird? Where, like, some Pokemon, they're like, yeah, no evolutions, and some Pokemon, they're like, okay, one evolution. Like, I, I don't know if there's an inherent reason why there is so much... I mean, I guess yeah, to make things different. <laughs> I have no idea. But, like, you know, you've got all these Pokemon that they could 
just have done another evolution for, but they get mega evolutions, which means they're never going to be able to get another another evolution. There you go. Um, now, that being said, I do still love the idea of mega evolutions, and for a lot of Pokemon, they're pulled off well. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? What do you think went wrong then, as they kind of continued on? Like, is it just that they kept adding to it? Like, is there a way we could have given a mega evolution to every Pokemon, and you'd be like, okay, this isn't actually the worst thing in the world? That's possible. You know, if they like standardized it, um, I think part of the reason why they stopped this mechanic is because you needed to get like the. Uh, I don't. You need like the you know Steelix needed the Steelixite mm-hmm. um, in order to mega evolve, and that that was a bit cumbersome because actually like putting all like if you keep if they kept adding to this every generation, you know, then you'd have like fifty of these rocks, <laughs> <laughs> and like nobody would be succi- excited to find Audinite. I'm really picking on Audino today. Uh, <laughs> nobody would be excited to find Audinite just. As at the end of a side quest, like finally I can evolve my Audino. <laughs> it was just hidden somewhere randomly in the map, you know. Just like, yeah, wh- someone has to find it online before you can get it. <laughs> there were also some problems with it, especially in this uh, generation. Like Salamence is a great Pokemon. It did not need a Mega Evolution. <laughs> mega <laughs> Salamence is a lot. Rayquaza, very powerful legendary Pokemon. Um, Mega Rayquaza is so broken, they had to create a new competitive tier for Mega Rayquaza. Because <laughs> everyone would just use it? <laughs> well, like... it, because it, it, it just, it was so incredibly overpowered that they just made a tier where they're just like, fine, there's no restrictions, you can bring whatever the heck you want uh, to fight. Because, like, previously they had, like, uh, Ubers, which was, if I recall correctly, was, like, the basically the fan tier. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Mega Rayquaza was too powerful for the banned list. It's too strong. Because, <laughs> you, you know, people still played Ubers, but Ubers' entire meta would have shifted if Mega Rayquaza was allowed in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I think we're gonna move on from uh, Mega yeah. Evolutions. Although I, I, I like I like our, our rant, side rant. It's great. Uh, yeah. Perhaps we'll find another one somewhere through this episode. Um, I'm gonna run through a couple of these quickly. If there's any that you'd like me to stop and talk a little bit more, of, let me know. Okay? Nope. Go ahead. Um, uh, horde encounters. Uh, we'll they were those. neat, but um, they kind of get annoying, don't they? <laughs> they they kind of get annoying. Uh, if I recall correctly, you had to like beat all of them up except one before you could actually cast a po- catch a yeah. pokemon so it was uh, just it was just kind of <laughs> it, was, it was a neat thing it was just not terribly exciting yeah um verse artwork or models instead of sprites or trainers for trainers and gym leaders that's interesting so is that is that just like because i don't mind artwork but like maybe well, no, this is all the part of the whole push from XY. They went straight um, for, like, full 3D models. 3D models, which kind of makes sense over time, especially, like, just the ways. Because it's, like, these 3D models don't look like GameCube 3D models, or even worse, like, Nintendo 64 3D models. Oh, like, no, after no, no, a while. no. These so look like... Yeah. Th- these are, like, Nintendo Wii models. 
uh which which i'm saying like i think i think that's kind of wet when they when they got that good that's kind of when it's just an acceptable change i don't think i have too much of a problem with it yeah um the, uh 100 tms the um, big one was the xp share was now a key item xp share cut key item yeah uh is that do you have a problem with that <laughs> no honestly i don't i know people do um, it's a kid's game ultimately and i'm gonna be honest it's like if you want people to use multiple pokemon and they're not like you know super big brain battle i just strategy. i just don't like the individual like you know you ha- only the front pokemon gets experience it's just tiresome model. wasn't it you know yeah it just <laughs> takes longer it, like you know now you can make a argument that game freak went too far in the opposite direction that they didn't adjust xp values down such that like it yeah, if, if they actually over-level. perfectly split the the XP right um, when you have XP share, because I believe your your first Pokemon still gets what what it's gonna get, right? Yeah, and then it splits. If it was just like oh, all the Pokemon now get the same amount, I think it'd be probably more appropriate. But uh, that's yeah, that's I think it should be like there. they all. I think they should all get the same amount, and then they can balance the XP properly. Because I know people's main and honestly valid complaint is that it causes everything to be over leveled. Mm-hmm. Um, which is not good either. You don't want the which is not good. Too, too easy, yeah. But like, Game Freak has control over the numbers, so Game Freak should just fix that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Any Any other ones? Uh, point out stick out to you here because I'm kind of uh, before we go to the new elements. Nothing to, that we really need to like touch yeah. on. Um. No passive Magneton can be evolved in New Mobile. <laughs> great <laughs> that's a kind of that's a cool mechanic i just wanted to that, that, that's, that's a, a cool thing because um if i recall correctly those two previously so for like generation four you needed to do it at like the top of the mountain or something mm-hmm. there was like some sort of like really magnetically charged area that you had to go to so like taking them to new Maville makes the most sense if that was a whole thing I remember in the original game when you discover it post game. That was pretty cool, right? Because I, I think if that was in the original. New Mauville wasn't uh, post game. Was oh no, it was. It it's post game and it's post game in this game. Ah, uh, okay. In the so original this, game, it's just kind of like a thing that happens like halfway yeah. through the game. Like the gym leader's like, "Hey, you need to fix the power supply under Mauville. There's a there's a whole like technological super city down there called New Mauville that's going nuts." <laughs> so you go down there, flip a switch, and leave, and he's just like, "You did it, yay!" And then nobody talks about it anymore. I mean, I, I still, I still think it's uh, what's the word? It's cool. It's yes. It's really, it's really quite awesome. But like in the original game, it just kind of happens, and then nobody talks about it anymore. <laughs> it, it has a bit more like narrative weight to it in this um instance yeah i I think i'm i think i'm with you there um yeah so the the kind of cool small things uh we can maybe move on uh legendary mythical pokemon faints and reappears after defeating the champion i do like that little change so that we're not yeah we don't all need to know the save trick you know to (laughs) we can mess up and then they're like you know some i think some people just want the pokemon games to be like dust uh what is it dark souls (laughs) like guys like let's chill i know what i'm getting into i mean i I wouldn't be opposed if game actually just just like made an optional setting where you could 
play officially supported uh, Nuzlocke. Nuzlocke, which I mean, they probably should at this point. Like I, like it's I, such it's so much of a thing that they like, should just like put it in because it's not it's not too difficult. Yeah, like it's not too difficult. No, no. When I say it's not too difficult, I say it. I'm a software engineer. I actually do know what how programming works. <laughs> um, so unless their code is complete spaghetti. That shouldn't actually be that difficult. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. Like this far into the Pokemon games, like I feel they really shouldn't be doing spaghetti. <laughs> like, <laughs> like how you know at what point? Because wasn't that the thing with League of Legends in the beginning? Like they had to rework the whole game because it was just spaghetti in the beginning. It was like it was a whole bunch of like beginner programmers. Y- like, you, then, like, I mean, I say it as a software engineer again. Um, people tell you, oh, you know, the, at this point, shouldn't it not be spaghetti? It's how long has it been built upon? St- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do like, they have a vision at the beginning, or they're just adding to it. <laughs> no, but I mean, even if you have a vision early on, like it's so easy to slip into spaghetti code. And then, and then it's like someone looks at it, and if you don't know what you're looking at, you're you're kind of done. You're, you're done. Yeah. Uh, Wait. let's see. Yeah. All new elements. Yes. Um, so they had cosplay Pikachu in this game. I do remember cosplay. Was this was this a, a, a Rockstar Pikachu? <laughs> if this I'm was not ro- this, this was Rockstar Pikachu, uh, like Bo Peep Pikachu, Princess <laughs> Pikachu, yes. Professor Pikachu, and Luchador Pikachu. Amazing, amazing. Yes, there you go. So if you like if you like Pikachu, there you go. There's a little bit for you. Um, uh, there was also. Gr- Grudon and Kyogre had primal reversion. So yeah, those? yeah. So these were these are essentially Mega Groudon and Mega um, Kyogre, mm-hmm. but they were called like primal. But like you just they they had to hold an orb instead of they had to hold the orb instead of like a Mega Stone. So it was essentially the same thing. It was just um. Yeah, they just yeah. made it, it sound fancy. Cool. Got it. <laughs> yes. Uh, you can store the flies as Latios or Latias, which is really cool. Uh, and then you have Mirage Spots, which is a whole end game thing, which I think we could probably talk about when we're talking about story, if, if you're okay to, yeah. to push that back. Uh, um, player, you can have both bikes, apparently. Cool. Um, which is later just like a feature in every game where you can have both bikes with you at all times. But now in this game, I guess it's the first time. Is that wrong? Um... I'm actually not sure when they introduced the ability to have both bikes, but, like, that was so important for this game because, like, one of the worst things in third generation is having to go back to that goddamn bike store. Yes, um, yeah. And sorry switching. for sorry for the swear. Nah, nah all, all good, all good. Um, yeah, and then I, I don't see anything. They have some, uh, ooh, scuba deer. Cool. Uh, you can have a suit and see opening... Awakening cinematic scenes for Primal Grudon and Kyogre. Okay, they, these are cool new things. I don't think we really need to go. It's like, oh, cool, yeah, yeah. cinematic. Uh, I, here, there's new characters that we'll show also talk about when we talk about the story. There's our A A Rune. Sorry, uh, A Rune, uh, Lysia, and Xenia. I, I wonder. Uh, you'll have. Well, you'll have to talk about. You'll. Uh, it's like some of this like newer story. Like I, I definitely forget. Like a hundred percent, I forget. Yeah. So, so like. Yeah. Uh, Arun is basically like the secret base guy. Oh, um, yes. okay. So he like introduces the secret the... bases are. <laughs> yeah. 
Which is better than, like, some random NPC that you might not talk to explaining the whole mechanic to you at the side of the road. Which yes. is what it was in Generation 3. Um, Earlier, I don't Pokemon remember Generations what... recommended talking to strangers. In fact, oh, Lycia is, <laughs> Lycia is uh, Pokemon Contests. Oh, okay. And, the Zinnia. and Zinnia is uh, the main character of, like, the uh, Delta episode. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Which we'll talk about, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay, we'll move on. So those are, like, all the new elements. But now there's other things that are more specific, which are aesthetic changes. Um, So they've redesigned the Hoenn Pokedex. Is that just the look, I guess? Is that really it? Um, uh, yeah, I think I think they just changed the look. There's very minor changes to the attires, I would say, for Brendan and May, which is your main characters. Um, Team Magma and Aqua have new designs, which is nice, I think. I don't know. They've yeah. seemed very generic before. <laughs> I kind of liked how, how cloned they were in the earlier versions, <laughs> but, but, you know, I suppose this is good. Um, yeah, no, they just updated the appearances of a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, and Hoenn, yeah, Hoenn, sorry, Gym Leader. Yeah, we don't need to go too deep into the location changes. They basically like redid a bunch that, of like, stuff. Ch- they they had a bit Sky more Pillar. Sky Pillar, for instance, right? It was completely yeah. Changed. Was they better. they had a bit more freedom with uh, designing things because again, they made so that you could have both bikes. Got it, um, got it. So you can actually do these puzzles really quickly, and not just have to go back and forth. Yeah, not be like, oh, well, there's crack tiles. Gotta go back to Marville. Hey, can I swap my bike? And you're like, okay, fine. And then you're like, oh, right, I hate driving the mock bike. Gotta go back to Marville, get the acro bike. <laughs> At least you could fly. <laughs> um, imagine you could fly. Okay, uh, maybe we can go on then to gameplay changes. Uh, yes. Seeker base is completely upgraded. I don't know how much I use this in this version of the game. I remember using Seeker bases in the first version of the game. Yeah, I, I wasn't I, into it when I played it. I again. didn't really use it that, that much this time, just because... I don't know, I was just at a different point in my life, I guess. And maybe Platinum Underground is just so much better. I, I know you've talked about yeah. uh, that version of it. Um, Mirage Spots. So if I'm not mistaken, because maybe we can talk a little bit about Mirage Spots, which is a mechanic where you can get like all these legendary Pokemon. Um, I believe yeah. there are certain times of day you would need to log in sometimes, right? Um, or they appear randomly on the map and you have to find them. Yeah, so... This is an evolution of the old Mirage Island mechanic, which was just this like weird kind of thing where like occasionally you occasionally you would just find this island in the middle of the ocean mm. that was covered yes. in why not? Yeah. Like it was kind of weird like it you know why not are not like such an amazing thing that you this feels amazing. It's just kind of like what what why how did this get here? <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, Mirage Spots, like, um, they just appear somewhere on the map. Um, uh, it might be a dimensional rift, storm clouds, uh, entire islands. Uh, this allows you to catch, uh, various legendary Pokemon. There you go. Uh, I just remember, like, waiting for, like, the day sometimes, and, and it was kind of fun in its own little way once you're done the game to find all these legendaries. Um, and there's certain things, if I remember correctly, where, like, you had to have a certain item. There's stuff like that, if, if I'm not mistaken, as well. Yeah. Well, um, you needed either certain items or certain Pokemon. So, for example, yeah. um, 
the pathless uh, plane where you would get uh, Cobalion, uh, Terrakian, and Frisian, you needed to have three Pokemon with maxed EVs in your party. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Nameless Cavern required three Pokemon with max friendship, and you could get Uxi, Azel, Hermesprit. Uh, Fabled Cave, you need a level 100 Pokemon to get Reshiram or Zekrom. Uh, the Gnarled Den, you needed Reshiram or Zekrom uh, from the Fabled Cave, and then you could catch Kiram. Trackless Forest, you needed ho or Lugia, and then you would be able to find Raikou, Entei, or Suisun. Yeah, um, I, think, I think I think we're good. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I need to know every every Sorry. single one. But but the point the point was that they they had these little things that you had to. Yeah, no, it was it's a really it was a really cool feature to like catch back up on a lot of these legendary Pokemon because um it it was engaging. It was a way you know it gave you goals because like you'd be like oh well I want to catch this Pokemon I need to get meet these requirements and they're not too onerous. Um, and uh, you can really like build your Pokemon collection back up because, like as you said, you know, trying to catch up on legendaries from previous generations can just be hell. <laughs> yes, yes, agreed. Um, so yeah, and that that was the big thing that I think I very much enjoyed about this one is, is catching a lot of those legendaries that I missed. Uh, okay, Pokemon uh, contests are back. We can yeah, we can move over. I and mean, Pokemon contests is great. We gushed about them in the first, you know. Uh, ruby sapphire episode you can listen to that um there's yeah. some changes but they're not big enough for me to really get into them i think um safari zone is no longer safari zone it's just like an area they can get normal counters so that's kind of interesting uh, yeah bikes can travel through long grass that's very convenient that, that was no 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 let's not undersell that that was <laughs> uh <laughs> you're saying when you when you're going to that rainy city in the north uh you, yes you, you got very annoyed, is what I'm guessing. Before. Yes. Yeah, because uh, you can't because you couldn't ride your bike through that long grass, and that long grass was just everywhere. I think one time but, I sort of just cut the long grass down just so I could ride my bike out of spite. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we'd have to cut it continuously, wouldn't you? Right? Yeah, because you could just walk up. There was no prompt. You had to go to your Pokemon and select cut, and then they wow, would like really... <laughs> cut all the po- all the grass in like a small circle around you. And I just moved forward and kept doing that until I could ride my bike for spite. Uh, amazing, uh, amazing. Uh, yeah, there's some other things, uh, some other gameplay changes, but I don't think there's anything else that sticks out to me. Anything else that sticks out to you here? Uh, no, just some, just a lot of quality of life stuff, like a lot of quality of life. It, it's um, they they got rid of annoying things maybe is the way yeah. they sum this up, um, which you know is is a thing they've almost done too much of in the future games. But I digress. Story uh, got a nice expansion. Uh, yes, yeah, Stephen actually has a plot. So wait, Stephen's actually part of the thing. He's not just a random president. You mean in the beginning? <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> he's creating the, <laughs> the mega stones. Oh, so he. Okay, because so so essentially what they do is because they have this megastone mechanic, they make Steven in charge of that. Yeah, which I mean makes sense considering his name is literally Steven Stone. What was yes? What was his thing in the first game then? Uh, nothing. Like you save him though, right? In the beginning. No, you don't save him. You deliver his mail. But you don't you save him from people before you deliver the mail. 
Am I, so. am I going crazy? I thought I, you I just you met him in a cave and delivered his mail and then moved on. Oh, no, Steven's in the cave. Who do you save that's like... Uh... Oh, the, you save the captain in his uh, wingull. Oh, yes. Okay, you save the captain in the windmill. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. And then, but Steve, okay, Steve, so Steven's thing in the first game was the Master Ball and being the final boss. Is that it? Yeah. And I hope I'm not confusing people, but here he's actually involved in Mega Stones. Okay. How does that yeah. play out? Do you remember? Like, how that's. Um, let me see. If, if you can just, like, I'm trying to isolate it here. Like, I, I guess the. What's, what's the maybe major kind of thematic difference in the way this game plays out as opposed to the main game? Because you're still so, really. Yeah, go. So the main way that it, like, changes how things work is so that. Um, excuse me uh they for one team aqua and magma actually uh act in a way that makes sense <laughs> yes so <laughs> go, go, so go, go. like again for a brief refresher in the original team aqua is just trying to expand the ocean because they like water and magma is trying to expand the land because they like land um but in this great, one great motivations this one, Team Aqua wants to restore the Earth to like a prehistoric state and restore Pokemon habitats. Meanwhile, Magma's more like pro-humanity and wants to give them more habitable land to accelerate human innovation. Uh, the admins have actual personality rather than just being slightly differently colored grunts. Um, and you also don't have the weird thing where like so in the original Sapphire, Team Magma were like the good guys, mm-hmm. but no, in this one, like they're both bad. bad. Which is yes, which is the appropriate. I mean, I thought it was clever that they made the bad guys different, uh, to to both of them. But um, I, yeah, I, I've in this one, it's like no. It doesn't make sense that in these alternate universes they're both considered the good guys. It's like they're both the only reason they're trying to stop you in either one is because they don't want the other bad guys to accomplish their goal. But both their things are kind of excessive, you know? <laughs> like Yeah. They're they're both um, they're both, you know, terrorists and stuff. <laughs> so yeah, like, no, but in, like in the original, you know, Team Magma are like, Oh, we're completely reasonable. I mean, we kind of had an idea to expand the land. They but, seem like uh, another police force. Like, yeah, like, like, yeah, they, 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 they like... they're they're more like the Avengers than, <laughs> than like, like an actual other terrorist organization. Yes. Um. Yes. Another really great thing is that uh, your rival May or Brendan mm-hmm. don't just stop playing the game halfway through the plot. Oh, that's great. That's a, that's a good. <laughs> that's good for them. <laughs> to to not just stop, you know, appearing. Yeah, like I, there, I think right? it was. Yeah, I think it was. I think it's Lily Cove. Mm-hmm. Um, when when you fight them like halfway through the game, they're just like, "Well, time to go sit in my room for the rest of eternity." They basically yeah. just give up on being a Pokemon trainer, but now they actually like fight alongside you at one point. Well, it, you know, because. I'm pretty sure they gave up, but like didn't really tell you that they gave up. Yeah, no, they would just leave, and you had to go find them in their house, and be like, "Yeah, no, I think it's just I just kind of gave up on the whole thing." 
but like you know it, it, if it was part of the plot i'd be fine with it if they're like oh i'm just not as good and i you know it'd be something actually really substantial if there was like this weird like um recognition of like i just don't have the talent for this and no matter how hard i try i don't think i'll be as good as you or something you know like something very profound and meaningful but i might be asking for too much <laughs> like a very you know like a very sobering you know um kind of fire looking in a fireplace like dialogue before they stop you know competing with you um where they realize yeah. like halfway through this like this ain't it um but then you have like what is it is it wally's still in this right uh I'm, yes I'm saying, and he's he's there all the way to the end if i'm not mistaken right? yeah wally's in it through the entire game but he doesn't really do anything until like he tries to stop you before you go to the elite four and then you just like destroy him and move but, on with your life but that's that's i think the reason is like your first rival isn't really a rival later on like wally kind of yeah. becomes replaces it right like i think that's well that that was the goal yeah. wally doesn't have enough presence to like become your rival well he's he more just like kind of brother <laughs> yeah he just kind of shows up like i can battle too and you're like sit down kid <laughs> you're just too strong uh throughout the whole thing um before we go on to the delta episode is there anything else that that in the original thing was was that much different uh well steven gives you latias or latios halfway oh, through the game mm-hmm. which is really cool instead of catching it by by trapping it or throwing a master ball <laughs> well, well i say that? i say gives but like um he like interrupts you half after you leave Mauville headed towards fort tree i believe um and uh, he takes you to the island where Latios or Latias is. You catch it there, and then you then he gives you the stone to allow you to evolve it. He doesn't physically hand it to you, but he doesn't physically hand the Pokemon to you. But he like you you do catch Latios or Latias. Like it's not it's pretty much non optional. <laughs> um, can I just say sorry? Like while we're speaking of this, because this is like the rare Pokemon, and I know I traded a lot of my Pokemon from Pokemon. Um, uh alpha sapphire up right like I, I brought them up to the other like to pokemon home and stuff um i want to just mention this because it's like this is a br- brief like topical news right but um po- like they announced that uh um pokemon bank pokemon sorry pokemon bank like a nintendo eShop is closing right for for the ds and so pokebank will no longer be able to be right. downloaded I think it'll just stop working next next March, I believe. Um, so it's one of those things where, like, this game is so good for having all the legendaries, but I think these games are no longer going to be... I, I think that maybe this is a good point just to bring up here, because like I think some of these games are going to be less replayable in the sense that you can't really move those Pokemon on. So the yeah. only reason you'll be... Like, when you'll be replaying these games, you'll stop trying to catch all those special Pokemon. I think you'll literally just play them to beat them again. Does that make sense? Yeah, um, no, that does make sense. That is a good thing to bring up for our listeners. And it's, Personally, it's that those... doesn't affect me too much, because I'm not too huge on like catching them all in between games and whatnot, but I, 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 think I know that's I very th- important for a lot of people. I think I'm with you. I I do think one of the reasons why I went back and played a lot of the games or was maybe more motivated was because I knew I could, you know, push them forward, like move them up. Um, and I think there is a little bit of motivation that I think maybe anything what I'm lamenting about the fact that this is going to change the Pokemon Bank is going to disappear is the fact that um, it doesn't feel like the Pokemon games are going to tie in as much because you're 
Like, I feel like there is some connective tissue that, that's disappearing if you can't move the Pokemon up. Which yeah. is weird, because in some ways, a lot of the Pokemon games aren't connected in any way whatsoever. But, but uh, <laughs> uh, you know, maybe spiritually, but not not like, you know, all right, Looker can go away. But, you know, <laughs> but in general, I feel like um, this is one of those things that uh, I think when we're looking back at all these games, like, there, there will be a point where where Pokemon will quite simply be the Switch, right? And whatever you know, new console eventually comes out. Yeah. Um, and I think there's just an acceptance that like these games that we have with DS and the game, the games that we've been reviewing, right? Um, you know, they'll probably get remakes at some point, I imagine. Uh, yeah. Which is, which is kind of crazy to think like we're reviewing. Wait, when was this released? 2014. So this is. <sighs> I mean, it's almost been 10 years, right? And I think they will have remakes for this on the Switch just because these games won't really be available on the Switch as much, right? So, yep. Um, and like those Switches are just beginning to come, you know, like the like the Nintendo 64 became, right? Like <laughs> it's a cool thing to have, right? But you're not going to get new people into it. So I think I think maybe it's a, it's a time to, to appreciate that, you know, our childhood was what it was, right? And then kids in the future will have to uh, enjoy these games in a different way which is fine i guess in its own yep. way but um it's just maybe maybe just an acceptance of that all As right things, on that right? <laughs> on, on that somber note of the march of history uh... well i mean but that that's why they'll come back and they'll listen to this podcast and know what it was like <laughs> hello historians <laughs> from 100 years from now <laughs> um what, what you want to say uh so i think we should get into the um the amazing uh, thing they're missing which is the delta episode (laughs) 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 won't be able to experience uh yeah so how was the delta yeah so this happens okay can we start by like the whole myth of like getting Mew or mewtwo in the first game or like was that not a thing um Um, yes go. no no what you're what you might be thinking of and kind of the delta episode kind of riffs on a little bit yes um is there was a myth that on the 100th rocket launch, um, you would be able to catch uh, Jirachi. Mm-hmm. And you weren't. <laughs> it was just a myth. It was just a thing people did. <laughs> but, uh, what? yeah, let, let's talk about what the Delta episode did in, 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 in its stead. So the Delta episode is a post-game uh, plot for... After you complete uh, defeating the Elite Four and whatnot. Um, so, basically, an asteroid is on its way to destroy the planet. And um, Pokemon's going to get a whole lot more anime to solve it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's about time, you know. <laughs> I feel like it's been going a whole lot more anime for a while, actually. Yeah. So, um, you get this whole like post-game scene where, like... The space, the Moss Deep Space Center, which previously had no purpose at what all. What do you mean? Science is cool, Matt. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm still sad that like it was that the Jirachi thing wasn't a real thing, but well, no, the space... something wasn't there, you know. Yeah, like they had this whole like space center, and then just nothing happened there. Um, but there's an alert that it, like an asteroid's on its way to like um, smash into. Uh... <laughs> In, it's essentially aimed at Sky Pillar. It's going to crash into the planet and like destroy the region. Um, and then you get a scene from the top of the Sky Pillar where a uh, whichever 
team was the antagonist, a grunt takes off their uniform and real reveals themselves to be an anime protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was the main character all along. <laughs> no, it, it so there's Zinnia, uh, who we mentioned before as a new character. I really like Zinnia's design, like don't get me wrong. I just find it I I just like to point out that she's very it screams, anime protagonist. It screams, uh, protagonist privilege. <laughs> yeah, like I will not yeah. die at any point. Like she, she has this like asymmetrical block. cape thing. Like it's 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 she, her design is really great. It's a cool um, design. Yeah. And uh but yeah, you need to I basically like how you're the goal <laughs> design. You're like, "Oh, your goal. <laughs> What's your goal? What does she tell you to the, do?" The goal is that you need to use uh, keystone to revive Rayquaza to destroy the asteroid. Um, so you go on this big quest through all these different cities and whatnot, and you're which like, I'm going to say right now was uh, re repurposed or reused pretty much like in a very similar way in uh, where you visit like all the different cities, right? In uh, yeah, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Right, where yeah, but where at least this one doesn't program. have sword bird and shield bird, so uh, <laughs> Delta episodes on top, as far as I'm concerned. Yes, however, it was probably one of the most fun I had in Sword and Shield was doing this kind of thing where you like revisit everything. But continue. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, you basically like learn that like Rayquaza has a connection to Mega Evolution, um, and apparently, like. Rayquaza was the first Mega Evolution, um, which is a bit weird considering Mega Evolution is more tied to another region. But so, can we confirm that Ekans evolves into Rayquaza? Is that weird? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually just a, snake, a flying snake. <laughs> Does it spell anything backwards? <laughs> <Just> Rayquaza. <laughs> Azauk Yair. <laughs> As a whoop, yeah, that sounds like a cult chant. <laughs> Apparently, yes. <laughs> um, and uh, apparently, it's revealed that Zinnia is the one who taught uh, Team Magma or Team Aqua how to revive their legendary Pokemon uh, because she was trying to she she was trying to basically she she was trying to like cause an acceleration event to cause Rayquaza to revive to stop. Um, to stop that. Okay, so, no, so okay, so she's not being dumb. She's she's doing bad things for good purposes, I guess. Yeah, she's she she like almost destroys the planet because she wants to wake up to save the, the dragon to stop to uh, the asteroid from destroying the planet. planet. And to be fair, from what we know of Emerald, her plan would have worked. She just needed to do it for both Pokemon. That was the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um and so yeah, do, you, do you know fighting yeah, so what happens with the you're Are working you, with steven through all this like it. steven has a hugely expanded role um and eventually everything kind of like comes together at sky pillar where like uh you revive rayquaza you duel zinnia for the right of who gets to like uh ask rayquaza for help um and then you you capture Rayquaza, mega evolve him, and then you fly him into outer space, <laughs> blow up the asteroid, and then it turns out 
the asteroid was Deoxys. Of course. And you fight Deoxys in space. <laughs> and you make sure to save before you do it. With Mega Rayquaza. <laughs> I, which is a ve- actually a very cool way to pay off the uh, the space laboratory. I think uh, I don't know about you, but uh, yeah, I, I think and usually capture. This is where I think a lot of people capture Deoxys for the first time. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, this is uh, like the first time where Deoxys is just like actually part of the plot. Yep. Um, and then and then there's like an actual speaking of anime. There's like an anime outro. Yeah. Uh, where. Um, there is apparently a goodbye letter from Xenia to the player, and uh, it goes through like all these things happening. Uh, where there, <laughs> I don't know people are contemplating life and stuff, and then, uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 interesting. Um, and then you meet oh, you meet in the space center <laughs> to <laughs> uh, to then to then uh, you know closest thing to a date, right? Yeah, is this not in the anime the closest thing to like? Ash I mean, we fight it. We ride a dragon into space to fight a meteor that turns out to be an alien parasite that we then also fight in space. So yes, this is the most anime Pokemon has ever gotten. And I know some people don't like the Delta episode. I love the Delta episode. I, I think you you would appreciate it more if you played the original game than if you hadn't. Right? Like I think if you're coming into it. Not knowing some of the the shall we say the intricacies and the and the you know the hundredth rocket ship thing, I think you still enjoy. Yeah. It, but I don't think you enjoy it as much. You know, I think there's like well, a deeper what I there. love about it is it's just Pokemon actually like lets loose and does something cool. And I love when they do that in like small ending bursts as opposed to the whole thing. Because <laughs> I think well, I think this is where they get caught up sometimes. Is like. Oh, we're gonna let anything go early on, and then by the halfway through, you're kind of like, "Yeah, somebody really, really didn't plan this one out." <laughs> when when it's much better when it's like, "Okay, everything is kind of normal," and then it kind of you know it starts. No, to I mean, I'm actually gonna argue with the opposite. I don't think Pokemon does this kind of stuff a- enough. They need more like, insanity in the beginning. <laughs> well, like, so Pokemon, you know, the traditional Pokemon games. Not looking at like uh, Legends Arceus. For example, um, Which but like a mainline, but a mainline Pokemon game is very formulaic. You're just going through. You you have to. You're always going to the next dungeon. And you, you think Scarlet and Violet is probably going to be next like gym, that, right? Like if you think about it. Yeah, from what I've heard from Scarlet and Violet, like they're apparently going a bit more like uh, open ended. But it's it's more traditional. But like there's there's apparently a lot more openness to it. We'll need to see what it's like when it comes out. Yeah, obviously, or when there's more previews, but um, you know, you're always just going to the next gym. You defeat the next gym leader, and then like, then you know, three quarters of the way through the game, something crazy happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's usually always very constrained. Like, you know, this is my big problem with Sword and Shield is that Sword and Shield didn't let you do anything cool. <laughs> <laughs> like things, cool things, things were happening awesome would just... happen off screen and then you would walk there <laughs> and then like some guy would be like hey look at the news a really cool thing happened look at these pictures wow <laughs> you, you don't want you, you, you're saying kids can't solve world problems is that that's really what or like a power plant there's an explosion at a power plant and like you know the music picks up you're like here we go like stuff's happening and then the other character's like oh no no 
the adults will deal with this. The reason Move it's along, worse, it's not because they happen, it's because they tease that it would happen and then it didn't. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, there's this big scene where you, like, look over a block. I'm complaining about Sword and Shield again. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, <laughs> if there's one thing that's consistent about our podcast, which, which you know what I do like? I do like that Arceus has come out after it. And and uh, yeah. Diamond uh, has also come out because like it no longer feels like the new thing that we're still ragging on. It can now just be a trope of our podcast. Is to yeah, for a shield when I get you. <laughs> no, but like there's this big scene where you're overlooking a cliff and there's a power plant there, and they're talking about how important it is, and then you never go there. There you go. <laughs> you never go there. Um, okay, so so let's, like let's, let's, let's I wrap up. love the idea. Oh, oh yeah, I'll just wrap okay. up my point here and that yeah. i love the idea of like awesome pokemon adventures because like if you look at the anime sure ash goes and catches pokemon to go fight gym leaders but he he does some wild stuff otherwise <laughs> like some of the movies like put some of the movie stuff in games like you know have me explore a giant living rock tree guarded by the reggies um who fired death lasers at me i have to like sneak around there's all these mythical pokemon everywhere that's that's um that one's uh lucario and the mystery of mew i believe it was i love that one oh Um, aren't they also in the detective pikachu movie the 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 moving uh the moving Pokemon Island thing. I don't know about the Reggies, but I'm pretty sure they they make reference to the the, the Pokemon. I always love that trip. Yeah. Sorry, just side note of like, it's it's just like an island or there's like grass and right. And then it's oh like, no, it's oh a giant right. Well, in that one, it's just like a giant. I think it's like giant Torteras or something. Yeah, like tor- that. yeah. The the you know I always thought about that. Like the the third evolution, I believe from. Is that yeah. not third evolution? I don't, I don't know which. Yeah, Torterra is the uh, final evolution of Turtwig. Turtwig, yes. There you go. Um, okay, so yeah, you're saying that you'd love if they did more of that. Maybe, maybe you're right. I, I, maybe. I'd love if they just like did cool, awesome set piece moments more. Because I think I think you are right. Because I I think I've been thinking about this. Is that it's become so formulaic now that when I sit into a new Pokemon game, like you know, five ten hours in, I'm kind of like. Especially when I know where it's going, you're kind of like, yeah, like give me a strong narrative with a, um, where where we're like we're exploring the ideas of Pokemon and its themes, and like you give me a character with like an interesting backstory and design who has like an actual character to them and doesn't just stare blankly smiling for the entire dialogue like you know don't make that a mainline game obviously like keep the mainline games for everyone else but like mix things up on the side like with like what they did with arceus when the, this is the big question when does pokemon release a game where the, you are the bad guy you know what i mean like objectively the bad guy that's, that would that's be cool what, yeah that's what i want okay um but let's let's finish up here with uh, this episode um alpha sapphire omega ruby um this is a super solid game i would say if, if i were to give my final thoughts um is like for me this game not only does it have nostalgia factor but the ability to catch legendary pokemons pokemon um those nice quality of life changes that you didn't have in the original game um and i think overall the the region itself um 
is a little less formulaic than some other regions i would argue um, yeah it feels like you're a little more on an adventure it's nice that you have like the surfing areas and, and the the uh, like you can find little islands and stuff on the map itself um so i to me this is like this is probably ranking one of my favorite games i'm not gonna say if it's favorite or not we'll leave that to another episode but it's definitely pushing it for me um it yeah is, I, I one of those yeah you go you go <laughs> yeah no i agree like um it, you take all these nice quality of life improvement it's really like in the same vein as fire red and leaf green where it's just like it's a definitive version of that original game. So it takes the original game and it just expands it. You know, it's mm-hmm. Fire Red, Leaf Green, um, Heart Gold, Soul Silver, now Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby, all like just take the soul of the original game and just bring it up to the current the current level of Pokemon at the time they were released. And, and but I would even argue on top of it, like all these games, like by definition replace the games before them like that's how good i think they are there's nothing that i would play the original ones for except emerald for the uh i mean battle frontier and like i'd even play original red but the reason i'm playing original red is not because i want the best version of the game is because i want to play the first pokemon game you know like yeah the only reason i would do that is be like oh look how wacky this is you know yeah i would Um, say the only mark against these games that we didn't really touch on was yeah they didn't have a battle frontier. They mm-hmm. did have two battle battles. Whatever, yeah. They had the battle mansion, the battle maison, I think, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, either way, like they had some stuff, but they didn't. But like Emerald was the first one to have the full battle frontier, and I think it should have returned for this game. But other than that, like, uh, pitch perfect. And I, th- I think I think we're just it's just that good, right? Like yeah. this is just where we're at with these. Definitely um, seven point eight out of ten. Too much water. <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, okay, so uh, we'll leave where our ratings. I think we're actually fast approaching the ratings episode. Um, I'm, I imagine at the end of the summer we'll have that. Um, where I think we'll I think because I want to keep it almost simple. I think we're just going to choose a top five favorite Pokemon games of all time. Yeah, that's um, probably the better way to do it and i top five favorite and the worst pokemon game yeah to bottom five top five i that's good that's great um and we'll do that one episode um but the the one thing i guess i have to think about as well is do i want to include arceus or not um because i know it's I not mainline but it's mainline enough you know <laughs> like yeah it's one of those weird in-betweens uh we'll, we'll have to talk about it but um yeah i think the only episode that i have that we have left here sorry sorry to um here i'm gonna i'm actually i'm gonna have to take a look actually at our uh the games we've released um i don't obviously there's no remakes for like, i think we were Ultra planning Sun to and... do a um uh oh. another look at uh the brilliant diamond and shining pearl so that's yeah oh, sorry okay i did find one more we, we do have to do the pokemon let's go pikachu uh oh and yes and let's I go yeah, do yeah. that so i think we'll start with that and the only reason we'll start with that because even though like i think the way we've kind of been doing the timeline like it makes sense to do brilliant uh brilliant diamond and i do want to revisit that but i think we're gonna do let's go pikachu um because I we haven't talked about it, right? Like really, yeah. we haven't done an episode on it, and I think we've just we've just covered diamond and platinum <laughs> enough. Yeah. So I'd like to, and I'm actually like I think I'm I'm a seventh gym leader with brilliant diamond. So, 
Um, I'm, you know, that's a game that I'll actually beat before we cover. Uh, but yeah, I think we'll do Let's Go Pikachu. And actually, Matt, if possible, I'd like to do this in the next couple of weeks. Um, uh, sure. And then we'll have an extended break uh, for a month or whatever it is while I am uh, gone, shall we say. Um, yep. But but uh, yeah, no, I'd like to get this in before before I disappear. Um, so so that would be good. And I'll play this game, I guess. I guess that would be a reason to come yep. back to this game. And we'll see if Tristan can join us for next time. Yeah, Tristan, uh, Tristan's our... Uh, what's it called he's our special guest or he's, yeah. he's the big attraction when he's on but the fact that he's off adds to his mystique so there you go <laughs> um, yeah he couldn't make this episode because he's uh traveling traveling there you go anyway uh matt thanks once again you're so great on these episodes helping me out with the this is the one show where i don't feel like i have to just like pure host because <laughs> uh, we definitely share the responsibility and, and well, I it's my pleasure that. and uh yeah we'll, we'll see you guys next time and uh have a good one See you. Bye-bye.